What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the show where we talk about all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my best pal, a very angry boy, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm not angry. YouTube and technology these days is just terrible and not intuitive at all. (laughs) <laughs> We're trying to promote shit, okay? <laughs> if this is your first episode, we do apologise. Um, this, this is weird news, Shaw. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy trying mm. to figure out how to upload yeah. a YouTube video we're going to, to look open, at any weird news. We're weirdly opening weird news very cold this week, and we're just going to start a new segment of What's Wrong With Sean Now? And I think yeah. it's really going to take off. <laughs> it's going to be recurring, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got another gripe. <laughs> so, if you don't know, we've just been literally, uh, we put up a video this week on all the socials, on, so- on Twitter, and on Instagram, but on Facebook, on TikTok, and it was just a little bit of a reel, just in regards to our recent Hero Zero episode featuring Sydney Sweeney's Spider-Woman, who's in the new Madame Web movie, and explaining what the character is and what it's all about, and Sean yeah. thought it'd be a nice idea to put it on YouTube in one of the YouTube shorts, and then... You know, one of the biggest media <laughs> websites of all time. Like. While I was on the call with him, he went through the whole process, and then, everything, and then, the, then when he uploaded it, he realised that video is longer than a minute, and those shorts need to be under a minute. <laughs> and I will tell no you, sense. he was unhappy. <laughs> What's it like? I don't know. Just the difference between ninety seconds and a minute in terms of short form content. I don't think makes that much of a difference. YouTube. If we're talking like Vine to TikTok length. I understand you there, but just give me an extra was, thirty seconds. It's only funny because you went through the whole process and you were like, "Yes." I went through finally. the five stages of grief. Is what I went through. And I was just sitting here on the laptop, just la la la, la and you're just losing yeah. your mind. You were just unsubscribing all of our bosses. You did a perfect description and everything. It'll just never be seen. It's it's very it's very sad. Um, yeah, no one's going to watch that. <laughs> so look, if you want to go back and watch the episode, that's pretty cool. Um, if you want to give us a review, a five star review on any podcast platforms you're listening to this on, it would really really help us out. Uh, you can do the reviews on iTunes and Spotify. Spotify is just the three dots at the top. You can just hit the five stars, and that's pretty yeah. simple. Simple um, as that. And then uh, you can also rate us on Patreon. And by rate, I mean become a Patreon. Uh, I don't know if that works. I'm good at promotion as well, Connor. (laughs) He's literally struggling. (laughs) He's he's been on the back foot now for the last 20 minutes and he's just trying to get any sort of traction. I'm rattled. I just need any kind of a win now that I can get at this point. Do you want to big up the Patreon or are you you cool? Or do you want to go into the episode? No, I'm just going to tweet out, boy, I'd love a free iPad right now and see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then start saying things are in your bio. Just you'll, oh, you'll just be yeah. attacked by sex. What kind box. of things? What kind just, of things, Connor? Just certain things, people. Certain you know, things. Look, Elon Musk is doing a great job. Twitter is flawless at the minute. Yeah, he put a um, chip in a man's head recently. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a weird news this week. Um, so yeah, as Sean mentioned, I've kind of scoured the scoured the globe trying to find some of the stories that interest me. Mostly trying to either freak out Sean or make him laugh. One of the two. Freak out's a recent addition, I yeah. will say. Well, that's it used because to be. It, Funny. It, it's very, it's a very Monster Zing situation, but like the opposite, in which like you laughing used to be like, oh, that'll be funny, I'll show Sean. And now yeah. I find great joy in maybe you saying, oh God, don't show me that. <laughs> yeah, which, 
you know, for the listeners, an audio-based medium, perfect. For me, having to look at things with human eyes, awful. But if I have to look at them during research, you now also have to experience. We're that close now. I feel like there's a yeah. moment here where I'm like, well, if I have to go through it, that little fucker also has to go through it. That's it. He rocks up every Wednesday, no prep done, just <laughs> expects to fly off the cuff. <laughs> Have to traumatise him a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to start this week um, in a very, I think to me, uh, it's a probably a mystery. It's a little bit of a mystery, but it's also something that I really want you to tackle because it really stood out. And that is Charlotte, a stingray with no male companion, is pregnant in her mountain aquarium. Yes, this did cross into my feed, mm-hmm. which actively tries to avoid these kinds of stories. Yes. But the world was captivated. By Charlotte. It, it, I think it's probably the biggest story of the week in <laughs> in the I world. So. I think so. Uh, nothing else is going on as I far as I know. I don't think anything else going on at the minute. I think this is top on every newspaper and every news headline, I assume. So um, if you haven't heard, Charlotte, who's a rust-coloured cigarette, the size of a serving platter, weird way to weird. size things. I've known um, large and small serving platters. How big is that plate? Oh, pff, I don't know, about 47 serving platters, I suppose. Um, how big is that stingray? Ah, about the size of a serving platter. <laughs> How, How big is that serving platter? Put aside the two serving platters. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so has spent much of her life gliding around the confines of a storefront aquarium in North Carolina's mountains. She's two thousand three hundred miles or three thousand seven hundred kilometers from her natural habitat under the waves of Southern California. And she kind has weird when you think about it. Kind of weird, maybe put her back. But and she hasn't shared a tank of water with a male of her species in at least eight years. Okay. How mm. long do stingrays stay pregnant for? Nine it, years. There we go. Mystery <laughs> solved, folks. <laughs> and yet nature has found away. The aquarium's owner said the stingray is pregnant with as many as four pups and could give birth in the next two weeks. So I mean, Sean, now once you hear the story questions. Questions yes. start arising. Is this a Jesus baby? What's happened? What's going to come out of that stingray? Hmm. Is there a thing, like, is it that when Jesus comes back, we're not meant to recognise him? Because if he came back as a fucking stingray, that's, a, that, that's the move. That, that baby Jesus is the size of a servant platter. <laughs> oh, as, as the scripture foretold. And then he, like, instead of walking on water, he just, he's able to go on land. That's how it happens this time. It's fine. Yeah, he turns the tank into wine as soon as he's born. Like. Uh, so an expert on the stingray said it would have been impossible for Charlotte to have mated with one of the five small sharks that share her tank. So they got an expert. There's five small sharks in the tank too. The expert is like, there is literally no way one of those sharks did it. How does this expert know? Because it's a all kinds expert. of dogs mix with all kinds of dogs. No, but I assume... Look, I don't want to get too into it, but I'm assuming there's different parts. It's, it's different parts enough. for different folks. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I guess. That's something I'm not willing to Google. Because Maybe look for different parts in bio. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> um, if we were promoting this, that would be great. That would be great, but we're not, because we can't, because YouTube we fucked Sean over. Can't figure it out. I don't like it. Anyway. Um, okay, so then it's... Because there are, there are creatures that can self-reproduce, I'm sure. 
Um, strawberries. They're able to do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say strawberries. Yeah, it's the only we all learn about. It's the only those one we know. Um, Seahorses do they self reproduce? No, the males carry the babies. In nah, that was what I That's heard about the, them. Yeah, yeah. A clownfish? No. Yes. No, a clownfish. If the mother dies, they the father gender. will change gender. Swap okay. gender. Uh, Apparently, in there's a, a starfish can reproduce asexually. Hmm. The common water flea. That's uh, so fucking yeah. common. I've never seen a water flea. Or a python. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody needs to put a stop to those fuckers. The requires only one parent organism, organism, and results in genetically identical offspring, like a clone, as strawberries would. Sharks are able to fuck off. Komodo dragons, starfish, whiptail lizards, the pythons, as I've said, the marbled crayfish, of course, Amazon Molly, that's a fish, and also a girl I went to school with, uh, wasps. <laughs> and it's a good drug deal as well. <laughs> the Amazon, of course, it's next day delivery. Um, aphids, hydras, water fleas. You know the way you these. said that it's an exact clone? My question yeah. then is, and this might be uh, an Amazon Molly kind of question, but Go does ahead. that mean that every python that's on the earth is all the same python, but just like that, aged? Do you know what? That's a very, genuinely very good question. <laughs> and I'm not going to even fight you on it. It's all the same python, man, from Appar- like thousands of years ago. Apparently... It's only happened once with one specific Burmese python. Oh, that's Who enough. produced a clutch of 61 eggs, despite having had no exposure to a male in two years. Right. Uh, so, uh, resulted in the ultimate six healthy female babies. Hmm. So, Jesus. Um, identical clones of herself. So four identical... Well, that dad wrecked me. <laughs> like, four of me... Oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. I could maybe take a week off every now and again, huh? huh? <laughs> the small aquarium is run by Raber's educational non-profit team, ECHO, which encourages local school children and others to take an interest in science. Well, to be honest, this is a pretty good one if you're going to take an interest in science. Um, its biggest lesson now is on the process of part partenogenesis. Sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. A type of asexual reproduction in which offspring developed from unfertilized eggs, meaning there is no genetic contribution by a male. Now, look, you've talked about a few of them, but Sean, what is the deal here? Is, look, I'm of the opinion, might be alien from the movie Aliens. That movie also had a woman was pregnant from a glass that had a bit of ink goo in it. Um, yeah. And then produced an alien within maybe a day or two. That's Yeah, and pre- I mean, pretty successful for the alien. Um, <laughs> so, you know, this, 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 this stingray. What if it is half shark, though? What if that's happened? What if one of the sharks somehow figured it out? Yeah, some absolute sexual deviant of a shark was just like, hey, what if we try this? And that's how it worked. Just an absolute fucking scoundrel of a shark. Just think of the dirtiest shark you can think of. The the karma sharktra? Is that anything? Is that... (laughs) 
it's not my best. Is that is that anything? I feel I could have um, done better on what, that. Uh, like, imagine what's coming out of that stingray. I hope it's clothes, because that's the logical thing. But the other option is that maybe it's not clothes, and it's a one in a billion shot of a different species, and then you got the ultimate killer shark stingray. Because there is, like, like cause certain animals can produce a child. It might not be perfect either. Like, because a donkey and a horse will make a mule. Mm. Uh, so, like, what if you get, like, the mule version, like, the, the ocean mule? if you will. Could that happen? <laughs> yeah, that could happen. Um, they said that it's very rare. Um, by very rare, I assume probably almost never. Um, but an immaculate birth amongst the the stingrays could... I, I'm going to ask a question. Did the stingray kill Steve Irwin? Yeah. Is this Steve Irwin coming back in a sort of reproduction, reproduction of a Jesus form? I know, it's a pretty fucked version of the afterlife where you come back as the thing that killed you. <laughs> it's a pretty fucked version. A bit like me know, coming like, back as you. <laughs> like, he's world's nicest man, Steve Irwin, tragically yeah. shot, taken out of our lives way too soon. And I remember like, watching that the news on television yeah. the day that happened. I, I, I remember, bits. I remember the world collectively. Like we were like, "Fuck them stingrays, yeah. fuck them stingrays all together." How dared it? You took the best of us, like the best of us. You took them out. Take anybody else. Leave Steve alone. So there would be a sort of fucked up thing that they, in a sort of apologetic way, then gave birth back to Steve. He gets to live amongst the animals now to properly understand them. That would be quite poetic. Do you follow his son on anything? I don't, but a, I assume he's also a nice man. Lovely man. A lovely Dream man! It. See, he'll be doing all of these lovely things and teaching you about animals. Every comment is related to his dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be tough on the old psyche. <laughs> Keep smiling, though. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, us immediately delve into, like, your mental health would take a hit, though. No matter how many fucking, like, hey, guys, this is such a lovely thing. But, like, every day you yeah. logged on and everyone was like, yeah, your dad was great. Do you remember and, how your dad died? Do you remember how your dad died? He was so great. Like, I I mean, I would, I'd, I'd get hit with that. Like, that'd yeah. slow me down. No, yeah, like, that. I, it, it would be a stumbling block in my morning routine. But then I, I get to go play with alligators and shit. <laughs> Psychologically, you got to be like, yeah, like, I think he's great too. He's my dad. But guys, this video, I'm feeding an alligator. Yeah. Guys. Here's what I'm doing now. Like, he's doing the same stuff. Like, he's class. He's unreal. Good, good on him. And the daughter yeah. is as well? Or no? Yeah. I think so. That I think family it's a family affair. Nice. Unless they're hiding some some big dark secret, but as far as I could see, very nice. No, if there like if there's anyone in the world who's a good person, I think it's that family. Because <laughs> we're all we're all going to hell. Like we're all, all done. Big time. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a great time down there, guys. <laughs> we're news recording all the time. No, that's everyone else's version of hell. Everyone in my friend group thinks that's hell. <laughs> Um, so look I wanted to touch on this because obviously it's a forbidden love story if it is a love story or it's an immaculate conception which either way pretty fucked up don't know what's coming out of Stingray we've got two weeks to find out I just feel like everyone needs to know that this story is going around maybe send in your own theories Spotify at the end of this episode will ask you a question what did you think of this episode specifically 
What's just say your theories. Man. Yeah, just yeah. your sp- very specific theories of what happened in this one tank, in this one charity building. What if, like, it pops out and it's a message in a bottle and we unwrap it and it's a link to this episode of this podcast? <laughs> and it's the greatest marketing strategy. Like, we I've can't ever work YouTube, but we somehow impregnated a stingray. <laughs> Not impregnated. Let's just bump that out there. <laughs> I want to make it clear. I put something inside that stingray, but I did not impregnate that stingray. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Whether well, like we lead you to the deck chair. <laughs> Any last Honor, words? Please. I really want to say once again how much yeah. I didn't impregnate that stingray. I just cannot stress that enough. If you take one thing away yeah. from today, I want your link. Follow the link, please. Guys, follow, seriously, guys, it's a good one. It's a good episode, guys. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on because we talked last year about mm-hmm. chess. Yes. And we talked about chess being rocked by a scandal uh, that seen one of the players being accused of using ale beads in their arse and vibrating those ale beads to know what move to make next. And then winning a chess. Yes. And there was another man recently who was accused of a similar device, but his main thing was that he had destroyed a hotel room by shaking Exactly. In the bath. Right? Now, we're moving on from that sporting, I suppose, mishap, sporting controversy, to okay. darts. Because oh. darts has been rocked this week by Fartgate. As one player has accused his opponent of stinking the stage out while playing to distract him so he would blow his lead. See, here's the thing about that is Mm. it's not technically against the rules. It's bad form, but it's not against the rules. In many ways, it's very in the spirit of darts. You're playing darts in a pub. You have all kinds of distractions. Lads going on. are shitting Guinness for hours after yeah. that. Like the smells that would come out of them. So, like the world of darts has been hit with this scandal. Darts player Darren Webster has controversially accused his opponent of farting during their face-off during the Moda Super Series in the last week. Um, he let his feelings be known in a rant on social media the other night as well. Um, never de- when, they, when a news outlet describes it as a rant... Mm. I think you've lost any kind of argument. The, the 55 year old is, um, he's a former quarter finalist in the World Championship, two time quarter finalist, and he faced a Dutch player called Ron Moolenkamp uh, in a best of seven legs, right? So mm-hmm. Webster goes into a 3 0 lead. It's the best of seven, so he only needs one more to win 4 0, and he's done. He was okay. miraculously beaten 4 3. By the young rival, the young Dutch player on the comeback. So he went 3-0 down and the young guy came back 4-3. And his statement is that after he went 3-0 up, Mullenkamp basically decided... That's when he started. To start pulling out the old, the the dirty, the low blows, if you will. Right. Um, And he started... I'm, I'm talking shitting himself on almost a minutely basis. I don't like again. It's not against the rules. <laughs> like, if like I like, I don't know. I just think 
that's something that could happen. I think you have to deal with that in any sport. And not only did he start farting constantly to put him off, but he then began to get extra slow in retrieving his darts after throwing them to really fuck with the guy's, like, his rhythm. So he would go extra slow, have a little bit of wind... Go up, collect the dart, come back. The guy is annoyed about the speed. He's annoyed about the smell. Mm. It's putting them off. These things are putting them off. And suddenly he starts not throwing the darts where he wants them. Can I say something controversial yet brave? I mean, I don't think it's... E- it's going to be either of those things, but go on. If you're put off by that kind of thing, you don't deserve to be oh. the greatest darts player in the world. <laughs> I'm just imagining that image of the old guy standing up in the middle of the town meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just so what at I the think. E- at the end and of the I- match, uh, they exchanged words and ooh, he was not happy. And Moolenkamp seemed amu- bemused by the reaction put up by Webster. Uh, Webster is 20 years older than Moolenkamp. Um, so then Webster came to Facebook and he said, well, when you play a guy who farts and stinks the stage out and then denies it and then basically stalls every throw because they're a shit, good luck in the future, but I'm not interested, rant over, is what he said. I mean, it's not a classy move to call it. Like, go through mm. the proper channels, I would say. Uh, also, sorry, I'm on Darts Wikipedia. Yeah. And... Fuck, I love darts players because Darren Webster, who yeah. was being farted upon, uh, nicknamed Demolition Man. Uh, his walk on music, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. Perfect. Uh, Muhlenkamp, yeah. uh, nicknamed The Bomb, which oh. Demolition Man clearly. Clearly, be not a, fan a big of. fan of The Bomb. He's trying to demo. <laughs> Demolition Man. Go on. And. I'm on his side purely for this reason. His walk on music is Boom Shake the Room by Fuck DJ off. Jazzy Jeff and There's the Fresh There's no Prince. way he's called the bomb with Boom Shake the Room. Fuck yeah, he is. The man is a farting god. He's shitting himself yeah. every night. It's part of his gimmick. It's the, <laughs> it's part of his aura. His, it's who he is. It's his personality on the stage. If you can't live with the smell, you got to get out of the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's like... and. They've both been playing darts since 2002. Mühlenkamp uses heavier darts, it turns out. So I, I don't, don't know care. That into things. All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Connor. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, he uses boxers 22 gram. And, so he's got to eat more uh, protein to lift those yeah. weights. So he sh- he's farting more. That's true. That's true, yeah. Whereas mm. Darren definitely plant-based. Bro, he ate lifting. I'm telling you that. <laughs> yeah, lifting, bro. Do they still allow the lads to drink ale at the darts? No. What about, at, like, snooker? Is that allowed? No. Oh, no. There was a story, a very famous story about a uh, uh, snooker player, Ken Daugherty. He's very yeah. famous in Ireland. Uh, world champion 1997. Shout out to Ken. Um, the whole town, <laughs> the whole of Dublin shut, shut down. Um because we never win at anything. And Ken was good yeah. at snooker. And he got to the World Championship final. And my funny fact is that um, it was on the BBC, but then it got broadcasted to our national broadcaster for the last few games because he was yeah. like close to winning. And they said that there was no crimes in Dublin 
for an hour and a half because everybody Everyone was watching the match <laughs> was tuned in because he got told by the head of the of the police that was like we had no calls the girls thought the system was broken they were ringing the fucking tech guys to be like nobody's rang 911 in the last yeah. hour <laughs> And then within 20 minutes of the match finishing. <laughs> there was riots. Um, but in the snooker, they used to be fucking pissed. Like, absolutely oh, done. Um, like, old school snooker matches, if you look them up, like, it's it's lads just skull and ale and there's cigarette smoke everywhere. And so the main guy, Alex Higgins, obviously, he's from Northern yeah. Ireland, right? But he's an absolute legend. Two-time world champion. Uh, 1972-1982 good one 10 years apart very good um, it's not often you come back you know not that you come back <laughs> 10 years later right but uh, he said Ken Doherty was with him when he was like 15 and he was like just a, an usher at one of the events like he was just trying to get in so he was like a kid and they said oh do you want to work the event Alex is coming this is like the yeah. 80s and he was like yeah yeah great and he tells a story that Alex Higgins said to him, when I ask you for an orange juice, it means a vodka orange juice. Or when I ask you for a vodka orange juice, that means a double vodka orange juice. Are you good with that? And he was like, yeah, cool. So Wait, in between I'm 15, games, I'll get served. In between games, he was like going to get Mr. Alex Higgins double vodkas. That's insane. Like, yeah. but I respect the move, honestly. How would you be able to see? Like in a game that requires precision. Yeah. You have a very narrow window where that doesn't affect you. <laughs> where you're like peak, you're a peak athlete and you have the confidence after maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like, and the third one hits and suddenly you just start whiffing shots. So the, the darts also has the same thing. They were all fucking shit faced. Turns out they all became better when they were sober. It was really weird. Nobody could figure yeah. it out. Um, Matches, the games got a lot shorter it the was games got, game got so much shorter with much higher scores <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> lads could see the board and the numbers they were like oh actually I think I need triple 20 oh. I want to see the reverse of this like I want Olympia I want like have someone have them train as an Olympian their entire life yeah I want to do the first round of the Olympics sober then do the same thing again hammered and who wins each gold medal is the thing yeah we have to average it out. And it's just like, you are in all states the best person. Well, the at thing this is, you have to be very fair because some people might weigh more than others. So you oh, also have classes to, into account. So yeah. You've got to take weight into account. So you have maybe an extra one. If you, if you weigh a stone more, you have an extra drink. Yeah. But if you're like, if you're like, say in boxing, if you're like featherweight. You only need, I would say, six points. We work off to. alcohol level. So we breathalyze them before they go out. They all yes. got to be the third same level. Genius. Yes, yes. absolutely. That's and, how we and work then, it. And it but, and then you have to like keep topping up in between rounds and stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, archery would be chaos. <laughs> just like boys just ready to go, just waving. <laughs> you'd set Don't up, they have- you'd be, you'd all just be running diagonal. So like they'd all be crossing streams. They have skateboarding in the Olympics now. <laughs> like, just break all your bones. But when they break their legs, they still stand up and they're just like, I'm fine. It's I'm fine. I'll, rad. I'll walk it off. It's fine. Don't worry I'll about it. Walk it off. Legs fucking point in the opposite direction. <laughs> the, yeah, we'll put that in place. That'll be good. Um, so, what do you think of this? Do you think it's poor sportsmanship or are we talking genius? I'm talking genius, honestly. Like, until that's made against the rules, you're free to do that. I'm not mm. saying it's a it's a it's a friendly move, but it's a competition for a reason, you know. Yeah. So you're saying 
it's playing dirty, but it's not breaking any rules. That's the thing, yeah. Like if he had a no, if he had cracked a stink bomb, mm. that's obviously outside interference. But if you're if you are the stink bomb, if you are the machine, then you yeah. are allowed to do it. Yes. Cut to like five years from now and all darts players eat a plate of beans before a match. Just the biggest bowl of beans you've ever seen before every yeah. game to be like But the problem with that is though, one of them might go too far. And then you gotta play the rest of the game. You can't go off stage. See, this is the thing. That's how they ruin it for people, you know? <laughs> it's the risk. It's a risk-reward factor. Yeah, like, uh, look, no one wants to see a darts player shit themselves at the hockey. <laughs> but nobody Except- else doesn't want to see that. The <laughs> That's tick. the thing. Great. Like, it'll get people watching the darts, you know? Had <laughs> <laughs> to do with the walk to retrieve your darts. Oh, God. Oh, no. We've gone too far. It's real now. We've gone too far. Uh, okay, Sean, we're going to move on. Darts is another controversy. We'll try and keep up with that. That I assume probably both players kicked off the tour, never to play again, or just it's fine? Oh, I would say crucified, honestly. <laughs> uh, Death penalty. Cool. Um, so, Sean, I have I have one here that Sean solves. Oh, God. And it's... It's a good one. I think it's a good one, but it's also one I don't know if you're going to like. But, Sean, we have a, obviously a segment. I introduce it all the time. For new listeners, I check the web, the, the wide web, and I find yep. stories that people send into other places for agony ads to solve. Then I take those questions and I ask them to Sean, the world's smartest man, a man who has solved every problem I've ever given him. He solves all problems with love, friendship, uh, work. We cover, we cover the whole gambit here. Look, I'm a multi-talented kind of detective mm. solver man. Um, that's what's written on the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very long plaque. Sorry, yeah, paid extra. It's, it's Paid extra it's for no reason. Good ticket. Um, but Sean, this week we have... Oh, I think hmm, This one might be a bit a controversial one. Woman okay. asks for help after finding out her boyfriend slept with his old stepsister. Okay. Oh. Reminds me I of mean, Johnny Blaze. <laughs> technically, look, technically. Do you want to remind not, people of Johnny Blaze and who he is and what's the story behind that is? Uh, if anyone hasn't uh, listened to the Hero Zero episode, Johnny Blaze was raised, uh, he was adopted into a family. Um, so he had a stepsister, very close to growing up, raised together as brother and sister, later, yeah. later started a romantic relationship, which is technically fine, <laughs> but it's a bit weird. Because he just kept going back and you had to keep doing a report, like, technically not breaking any laws. That's the thing. Morally, oh, wiki. Oh, dog of a man. But (laughs) this man didn't, like, he didn't break any laws. Like, the code of ethics and morality is still intact in this situation. Uh, Well, not actually, no, because he fucking cheated on his wife. Um, No, no, no. He slept with his stepsister before he knew his wife. That is the controversy. So were they I'm, wait, were they brothers stepbrother and stepsister at the time that it yes. happened? Hmm. <clears throat> yes. So interesting. I'll tell you the story. This is uh, the woman writes it and she says, I'm so lost. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or not. I've been with my boyfriend for over five years and I, she's 35, uh, just found out that he, he's 36, slept with his sister many times years ago before we knew each other. Stepsister. We're all on a a family trip together right now. His mom, his dad, his stepbrother, his stepsister and a bunch of his other relatives. And this is the second time I'm meeting his stepsister. 
Okay, just right. the second time. Okay, he was okay. He was absolutely wasted last night, shit faced, and I was telling him how much I like his stepsister. I think she's fantastic, right? I like her too. <laughs> he continued by telling me I should dress like her, which I thought oh. was a little strange. <laughs> that's very strange. That's like that's what makes it super weird. Then I said. Sounds like you have a thing for your sister in a jokey way. And he came out and told me over 15 years ago, him and his him and her slept together many times. 15. Okay, so there were like 20. Yes. Um, He then kept mentioning it last night, almost as if he was proud of what he did. And it was a bit repulsive to me. No, that's that's really good. Why would you brag about this? Because he was so drunk that man, I, I, I would, I've never been that drunk. <laughs> I am as a man who drinks. <laughs> I can confidently say, yeah, you're like, I'm bad. I'm being bad. I'm being naughty. I killed a man. <laughs> just, yeah, there are some secrets that are just in your core. Like, apparently, no one knows of his family, and only his best friend knows about what happened. Now, I honestly can barely look at him. I feel so beyond disgusted, and I'm second guessing our entire relationship. We have see. three more days on this family vacation, and Ew. I want to book an earlier flight and go home. I'm also an only child, so not sure how abnormal any of this is, but. I feel shallow for judging him, but I would love some more insight. <laughs> See, ultimately, here's the thing. I, I, how long were they stepbrother and sister before this started happening, first of all? that we, do, we don't have that information. That's mysterious. But also, I would say this is fine, apart from the fact he's clearly not over the stepsister. <laughs> That's the weird part of this. Is it fine? I, like if if the, if the parents got married when the kids were like nineteen, and mm. then this happened, that's I mean, just two still, people who know each other. It's not great. No, it's no. Are weird. you doing the technically? It's fine. I want to make I, this clear. You're doing the legally. It's fine. Take yeah, not. Yeah, it's it, great. Le- big thumbs up. No, yeah, I don't like. Don't seek this out. Is what I would say. <laughs> it's a very awkward fucking family dinner party. Clearly, who rough, but like. Oh, like, if that's just two people that know each other, grand. What's weird is that he told his wife, you should dress like this woman, and I would like that more. <laughs> I mean, look, the other way you could look at it is that maybe the parents weren't together at the time, and maybe it's like a Drake and Josh situation. <laughs> they were just... They, they never fucked it, each other. No, <laughs> not fucked. The idea is that, like, they didn't know each other, then the two 20-year-olds started getting together, and then the parents got together afterwards. Maybe. That's much more normal. That's that's much more normal. That's entirely fine if that's the case. Yeah, because that's just bad luck. (laughs) Yes, it's a weird leap of judgment in your head to sleep with someone who is already your stepsister. You're taking on a bunch of baggage and stuff like that. Really weird. Also, if they were stepsister since stepbrother and stepsister since they were oh I don't know ten. Super duper weird, bro. Then it's weird. There's a sliding scale here of when it's okay to. (laughs) If it was two months ago, still weird, (laughs) but okay. Ten and years ago. Oh, no, brother. 
And they've been together himself and the woman who posted the question. They've been together five years. Five years. Right. I j- like. I have and cl- and in that five years, this is only the second time meeting that stepsister. Yes. I think I think this is fixable, <laughs> but I do think he's still in love with that stepsister. <laughs> it, who? Woods, like the fucking neck to say you Can I dress- be honest with you? The whole thing is disgusting. I know this is not Connor solves. No, no I mean I would fly home, change the locks, and throw all of his shit out. Because fuck oh, yeah. that. I think this relationship's over. <laughs> you said it was fixable. No, no, it's fixable, but I think it should be over. If you want to <laughs> okay, fix it, so fix it. If we're, if we're doing like both ends of the spectrum, okay. Logical next step. It's done, brother. Like you're you're done. You're out. Yeah, I think. I th- I think you're asking this question, but you also you know the answer. And you, I mean, we all know the answer. You're asking it to, for confirmation. Yeah. Like it's kind of done. Other end of the spectrum. If you were like oh, uh, the most the the kindest, the most understanding person, in the, person in the world. Yeah, the most understanding human being on the planet is the other side of the scale. How yeah. do you fix it? Because really, you still know. Jesus, he really wants to have sex with his stepsister still. Yeah, which and the like, and also the fact that he kept bringing it up as well leads me to think he had ideas. That's as <laughs> yeah, far as notions. I'm going with that train of thought. But I like okay, so, okay. Let I'm going to give you two solutions. One, just break up with him. It's done. You're fine. You'll find someone better who doesn't want to fuck his sibling. Um, <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good step for any partner. Really yeah. good. Go with that first. And then if you want to keep the relationship, mm. you need to find some way to make his stepsister unattractive to him. Because he, again, and I can't stress this enough, he's still in love with his stepsister. You need to beat her to death with a baseball bat. See, my first instinct was murder. Uh, but that creates other troubles for you. No, you gotta just you gotta just like. I, I feel like you're giving it too much credit to be like, look, all we gotta do is maim her. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Like, what? Do you, look, what do you want from a Sean Solves Connor? Do you want me to finish it in ten seconds and say uh, break yeah, up? Yes, true. Him, okay, right. So you're saying, <laughs> so you're saying, not murder, but not murder, what? but you need. To, I, I I think no. I think because anything that's done has to be done to him right so i think you need to systematically reprogram his childhood <laughs> so you're going to feed him a bunch of drugs and then you're going to look through a photo album but you have like cut out and pasted your face onto every picture of his stepsister i'm your stepsister yeah so that all of the memories associated with her yeah are now you in his You mind. a clockwork orange him into remembering yeah. you as his stepsister and he's into that and now you're set. Yeah, oh, he loves his stepsister. We can't stress yeah. that enough. Cannot stress that enough. He just can't put a face to the name. Yeah, and then like, then, and then to really sell it yeah. is that you need get rid of all of her clothes on the holiday. You've got three days left. And mm. then, oh, like just throw him into the lake or sea or wherever. <clears throat> Burn him. And then be like, oh, what, what happened to all your... Co- oh, you can borrow some of mine. Now she's dressing like you. Yeah, she's dressing like you. Now yeah. now you have the upper hand. That's it. So, like, whatever element... Any yeah. element of her that he's attracted to, replace it with yourself. Repla- slowly replace her identity. 
Yeah, seal her, seal her identity. I would seal her, her identity. Yeah. yeah, and then you're you're basically you see the problem is if you drug him, you gotta drug the rest of the family as well. So to me, mm. I would buy even more drugs. I'm talking drug everybody, and then you gotta drug the stepsister into believing you, you, that she's you. Now that might be expensive. So mm. the easiest mm. way: learn to make LSD. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get like because if you're going through someone, there's a markup and everything like that. You want to go straight to the source. Here. The easiest way. <laughs> Look, I'm going to make it real simple for you. Okay, just ma- learn to make LSD. Learn to make That's LSD. all I'm saying to you. It's not that hard. Look, uh, we've all done it. We've all figured it out last week. I did an accident once. I just figured it out, right? I drugged everybody. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, so then you, and you're going to have to learn to do that on the holiday in the three days you have left. You do only oh. have three days left. Um, I mean, to me, the man's a dog, right? Oh, he's, yeah. He's just the worst, right? If Even if you break up with him now, he will have a quick rebound, to be fair, as he's on holiday with the rebound. So that's pretty would good. You, would you say it to her? Would you talk to her about it? Uh, this woman you've only met twice. Oh, you're, are you doing like the genuine thing? So, or no, this is the most understanding person of all time. Most understanding person of all time. Mm. And I want to see where this could go. This could be another I, thread of comedy. Most understanding person of all time will talk to her, yes. If, okay. we're, if we're talking, yeah, most empathetic person ever would try to understand the situation more. Maybe talk to the sister. What stepsister? What's step-sister. what's going on? How does she feel about the situation? You have yeah. recently found this information out. Yeah, and and like approach it like, hey, d- d- fucking Bill just told me this. Mm. Is it true? I don't want to make yeah. things awkward, but is it true? And she'd be like, mm. yeah, it's ancient history and all that. And then she's going to stay away from Bill for ages because she she knows he's a freak. <laughs> I don't although I'm going to go the other side so you know the most understanding person ever I don't think the situation is solved in any way by talking to the sister because if she says no I'm not into him anymore then Mm -hmm. your your boyfriend looks like an even fucking he's a fucking big saddle because can he look worse in her eyes at the minute than he already does I think he looks more pathetic if the other if the stepsister doesn't like him at all and it was just, oh yeah, I was going through a real tough time, even though he, because he's still in love with her. Or yeah. opposite is, oh yes, I'm still in love with him. Yes, I, I want to be with him and have his babies. In which case, <laughs> you have the opportunity to set an entire family dynamic on fire. <laughs> I'm talking, you like have dinner, knock that knife on the side of the glass. I have a little announcement tell to make. E- Yeah, tell everyone else. Get it out in the open, you know? If you're going down, this whole place is coming down with me. I, I think the situation comes to it that you need to tell everyone. I think you have that big dramatic scene, as you said, glass, clink, maybe give a speech, tell everyone. La- maybe, I wouldn't even do it the last night. I would do it tonight. Three days oh, left. Yeah. yeah. Do do it, like, like, if they want to leave, they have to make new plans. So yeah. you're going to leave or address it. Yeah. Uh, and like, I think... Acknowledge that the relationship is done and then just burn every bridge on your way out. <laughs> just be like, hey guys, just to let you know, it's super fucked up that you two guys fucked. Just because yeah. like, that's super fucked up. I'm gonna be I don't know if this. anyone else at the table knew about yeah. this. Because but... I found that information out yesterday and yeah. the drama is, phew, it's out of this world. I'll be honest with you. 
and then like then just walk out just leave start a new mm. life go home get your things move change the locks whatever <laughs> leave all of his stuff outside when you go home five In years is a long time to only meet his stepsister twice so that's clearly a choice he has done yeah and it's all like and I, again it's just such a fucking dumb move to be to, to tell your wife dressed like this other woman that's insane that's psychotic in any situation like I, I, I need to know what he was drinking because like, he must have been on the fucking series homemade LSD maybe he did maybe he did it there's no way that anyone in the right mind, look, we're just talking to you genuinely here, man. But anyone, if you value your life, yeah. would you say, do you know who you should dress as? <laughs> and, and look, it doesn't matter who you say at it the end of that doesn't matter who you sentence. follow that with. <laughs> it's like, like it, unless the answer is yourself. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> your, and even fucking, then. <laughs> your style is perfect. And even then, they're like, who was he going to say? That's weird. Yeah. Just like it, mm, that's mm. don't drink, kids. That Sean solves is that don't drink. That's your solution. Don't drink. Make LSD. Make <laughs> ruin a family, kids, <laughs> guys, kids, and get your family on it as well. Just yeah, like, there's no point in you doing having all the fun by yourself. It's there's that's absolutely it. don't no be point. selfish. Is the, is the main <laughs> lesson to take away? Ruin everyone else's life on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> We're all at rock bottom together. <laughs> um, Sean, I'm going to move on to a different news story. Another successful Sean solves. Um, Thank you. I thought the, the that would percent streak continues. I genuinely thought that you'd enjoy that one, only because it's so fucked up. Um, it's technically, Sean, I have another romance got wrong. Um, but sometimes when a couple get together, they have you know, like they give each other tigs, and then a divorce might come along the way. And they got to split those belongings. They got to split what they own. Um, this okay. is probably the strangest what I've heard of that because man demands ex-wife give back the kidney he gave her when they were married. <laughs> oh, surely you have to sign something when you give over a kidney. He's like- demanding that she either give him back what he owns or £1.2 million. Pounds. That... Mm. I that's cursed money though if it ever gets to you right mm. like you can't just take a kidney back from someone so yeah look during a relationship everything's going well she needs a kidney transplant and he was like man I'm a perfect match for you cool here's my kidney we're so in love wow then after his wife filed for a divorce Dr. Richard Batista Holy shit, didn't oh. know that was his name. <laughs> told, told his new his now former partner that she would have to return the kidney or pay him one point two million pounds. How long does it say how long after donating the kidney they broke up? Oh no, Dr. Batista's next light is not good. No, Dr. Batista claimed that their marriage had already been on the rocks. Due to his wife's medical issues. <laughs> okay, this dude just sounds like a 
A scumbag. Jesus. You're being a bit fucking whingy about the what new kidney, so yeah, you're put you're stressing what? me out. What happened to sickness and in health? Just do the fucking cook me something. I'm fucking stressed. Don't oh, be he's definitely about your kidney. sitting in an armchair as he's saying this. Like, <laughs> I don't care about your kidney. The fucking match is on. I'm watching the game. I'm watching I'm, the darts. I'm watching the darts. The boys are shitting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and while many couples go through counselling, Dr. Batista saw donating a kidney as a way to save his marriage. My first priority what? was to save her life, he said. The second bonus was to turn the marriage around. That's no, no, no. Like, that's... You're turning no, because you're, now you're turning a, a, a serious medical procedure into a transaction, where if oh if this doesn't resolve this, then I want my money back. Is what's well. The procedure did end up saving Dawdell's life, but the marriage not so much as she filed for divorce uh, soon after. Okay, what, what like? Can you not just be content in the fact that you essentially saved a life in that? Why did the doctor suggest? Just, uh, like, in what's the relationship between him and the doctor? Because if they're like drinking down the pub and just like, ah, oh, the medical issues are really ru- stressing me out, ruining the marriage, I'll just give her a kidney. <laughs> that shouldn't be how that comes up. <laughs> medical ethicist Robert Veach said at the time, it's her kidney now, and taking the kidney out would mean that she would have to go on dialysis or it would probably kill her. Yeah, because she needs a kidney to live. Do you know when they replace a kidney, a lot of the time they just leave the, the spare one in there? Right. And they just rewire everything to use the new kidney. But what, where's the other one then? Just stays inside you. Why? So some people are walking around with three kidneys and some people with one. But they function Weird. essentially the same. Also, don't get me started on the fascination of surgery and how they reconnect the new wires to the new kidney. It, it might as well be magic. Like it's how? Just, what the fuck is that about, man? Like a, a lot of people got their graves robbed to figure that out, and I'm glad they did. To be honest, <laughs> when you think about when if I sit and think about science and medical mm-hmm. science and surgeons, I'm like, I have a tough day when somebody doesn't reply to my email. You have to like reattach ninety billion things in my yeah. body to a different organ that you've you just put, put in. New lungs into a child, like. <laughs> How does anyone manage it? It's a quadruple bypass. Yeah, just walk yeah. around my heart. It's fine. Like you totally get how like some like doctors and surgeons would like develop a god complex. You, because you, look what you did. You 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 made that person live. How? Like because like, I've never got, I've never had surgery or anything like that. But you are just literally putting your life in someone's hands. Just being like, straight up, hey, I, like you're just giving it up. Yeah. Would you give me a kidney if I needed one? <laughs> we we would film it for the Patreon if that helps. Um, yeah, is it content or am I just doing it in general? You, uh, what, whatever one makes you say yes. And, quickly. Well, neither of them. Ah, damn. <laughs> How sick are you? Like, you're like pretty sick and you're the first one we could find. For, so I'm not the last so you're telling me I'm the first person you could fight? No, we haven't asked my blo- my brother. You haven't asked any of your family members, no. just me. Okay. <laughs> they all said no. Uh. I think I think my first response would be to circle back. Circle back okay. to me in a month and we'll Makes see sense. what else you come up with. 
Um, yeah. And then, like, begrudgingly, I'm like, well, if you can't find anybody else, then I suppose... Uh, I'd give you two. No, you wouldn't. Stop lying. <laughs> 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 if I said, John, I need two kidneys. Actually, you know what? You'd be so anxious and just agreeable. You'd just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sounds good for me. No worries. That's no fine. worries at all. Are we the same blood type, do you think? Uh, I don't know what blood type I am. I, d- I do, but I forget. Uh, I have a card <laughs> so somewhere. So you don't know. <laughs> I think I'm more negative. You could say that about any piece of information in the world. You could say, I know it. But I just forgot it. No, well, like, the information is accessible to me, just not in my head. It's written sure, then it's down not accessible somewhere. to you. It's the opposite of accessible. No, but it's, I hold that information. It's not up there if you, don't, if you can't say it. in my it. house. If you go to a scholarly man, he doesn't just know everything off the top of his head. He has to mm. go into his library of books and pull it out. Not, to me, that sounds like a lad who doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I just saw his brain do a full reset after I, I said that. I tell you now, right? That sounds like a lad who needs to do a bit more reading and a bit more remembering, right? A bit more memory. Maybe this is like small town mindset, but I just like, if someone has a lot of books, I think they know everything. No, that's... You can have lots of books and be dumb as shit. Like you can have every book if you want, but you don't know any of your facts. But does that... But, 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 but people don't know everything to be geniuses. No, they don't know everything. But then they go find out the information and then they remember that information. Oh. You, you just describe learning to me. <laughs> True intelligence and saying, I don't know that. I'll go find out rather than, oh, oh, I think I know, but I forgot. Nah, man. I'm mm-hmm. not having that. Interesting. I'll find out what blood type I am. And then you do the Why? same. Why? Why does it matter? Because then we can swap blood whenever we want. I don't want to. I need a liver. <laughs> it's like you're slowly edging me into like this cult of like, we'll start off with some small blood samples and then yeah. we'll work our way up to maybe some organs. If we do really one of those confident. mind body swap things that we all Yeah, talk about. cool. That would be so good. A good old mind, a mind body swap. You don't see them too often these days. No, it's it's rare to be fair. It's that rare. Happens. How um, how much LSD am I getting before the mind body swap? How much do you want? I've got a full production team. <laughs> how much? Go on. How much is how much is your blood worth? Uh, my blood. Well, no, my blood is the one you want, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. What's what's the equivalent value of your blood in LSD? I don't. <laughs> I actually did know that answer, but I forgot. Um, Connor, oh. I believe you. That's a very <laughs> smart thing. That you- <laughs> that two kidneys. Head, I-, I forgot. Sorry, no. Um, I'll get back to you. It, happens. Get back to it you. happens to the best. Nobody's ones. ever asked me that question. I don't think anyone's ever asked anybody that question. So that's pretty good. That's why you listen to Weird News Wednesday, folks. Pretty good. Um, we're going to finish off Weird News this week um, with not Florida man, but Texas man. Um, as I have kilt-clad Texas man seen sticking antiques up his arse, then placing them back on the shelves. Oh, no. What kind of antiques? (laughs) (laughs) Not jewellery, surely. (laughs) He's playing chess. Uh, A a 60-year-old kilt-wearing man in Texas was arrested last week after he was caught on surveillance footage from an antique shop, allegedly grabbing several items off the shelves and placing those items in his rectum before returning them to the shelves. 
That's a very... Pol- I don't like placing it in the rectum. Seems Sounds very... Lo- yeah, it's placid. It, it's a placid way of saying he stuck the things up his arse. Yeah, it's less invasive, you know? Like, shove is the word it, that I... It was done with love. It was done with care. Oh, uh, no at all there. types, he said, are you okay? Is, is this okay for you? He gave himself aftercare afterwards. He had a cigarette afterwards. <laughs> um, he was taken into custody. Uh, his name was Michael C. Vest. <laughs> Michael sees a lot of things from what I'm gathering. <laughs> he should have seen a pair of trousers. What a solved old problem. Uh, he was taken into custody on one count of criminal mischief in connection with the bizarre allegations. Um, according to the news release... Uh, deputies on Thursday last week received calls from multiple concerned citizens regarding an adult male who they said was observed selecting items from multiple vendors at an antique mall outlet and placing the selected items in his arse. The male was then observed remo- removing the items and placing them back on the shelves. Um, now, Sean, what do we do with this man? Why was he doing this? Lots of questions here. Lots of questions. I would like to... Okay, so he went to multiple vendors as well. Um, he yeah. was shopping around. My question before we get into anything, would you rather be the first vendor or the last vendor that he hits? Oh, good question. Um, last. Last, surely, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, less, there's less residue. Yeah, what a, yeah. And it, most of the damage that could be done has been done in that case. It's a clear power at that point. So, and then, like, as to why, I mean... We, well... Why antiques, specifically? You get a weird high off the, the price of them? Just, yeah. But, I, I don't know. Um, what, does, owner, it, does it give a list of what was inserted? The owner of the antique gallery told deputies that she wished witness vest pick up the makeup brush and a hardware piece, shove both items up his anus, then return the items to the shelf. She said the value of the damaged items was about $130. Um, then the owner of the curiosity shop reported to deputies that she reviewed security footage showing a man matching vest description doing the same thing with the bottle opener and tent can, noting that her damage Damages were $75. A tent can? A tent, like a can that a tent comes in. How? What? (laughs) Sure, what? That's a wide circumference, I'll tell you that. That is a very wide circumference. The... I'm not getting... Like, I'm getting a lot of oil lamps when I Google antique tent can. You do not want to put an oil lamp up there. I've been on the internet long enough to know that's a bad idea. <laughs> Both complainants were advised that they had to throw away the items that were used in the incident due to feces being on them, but mostly shit. Um, what if Oprah- there was an antique that had been designed to be shoved up the arse? Could that what be are you talking sold? about? Some kind of, some either some kind of recreational device... Yeah, or, but that, you could say that about, like, all sex shops, that, like, they're used for that, a bit, but you can't just walk into the shop. you got to no, buy it first, no, and that's then not, you're no, allowed to no, use it. That's not the argument that I'm making. What is the argument you're making, Your Honour? Say there's a shop that exclusively sells antique sex toys. Yes. And then a man, illegally, and against the rules of engagement of shopping, shoves one of those toys up his arse. Yes. Does that toy have to be thrown away? 
what makes it different from any of the other our space sex you gotta gotta show. you gotta dis- de- um, disinfect it quite a lot if you're gonna throw it back out absolutely and that, like that would absolutely happen but do you have to disclose that to a next potential customer I think you get it cheaper yeah <laughs> <laughs> you get a tenner off I think you get a tenner off if you just you gotta leave a note to say this has been up somebody else's arse already not fresh out of the box not mid condition but it, like it's already been like it's an antique sex toy. You can so your 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 other option is it's warmed up. It's actually it's even better than the, yeah. than the other ones. They're cold. That man is now haunted by the ghost of a Victorian <laughs> uh, deviant. <laughs> so Susan Golden, the manager of Antique Gallery, said that she believed she had seen Vest in the establish establishment prior to the incidents with employees telling her that he'd previously spent hours shopping around the store I was just really in shock said Golden I just didn't really know what to say or think well that's a lovely quote to give to a news outlet isn't it I mean possibly the most vague quote Golden I've ever heard Susan I think you've, you've messed that one up Golden essentially shrugged her shoulders. Uh, she, she got a microphone placed in front of her and her big response to this big yeah. criminal was, I can't say, or that's just, it. I just can't don't say. Don't quite know myself now. Don't, don't ask me any further questions. I yeah. am speechless. Anyway, back to it. Anyway, how are you, how, back to the studio. <laughs> yeah, you're up to much yourself, are you? <laughs> <laughs> We're here talking to the latest victim of serial murderer who just survived, barely got out of the dungeon. How do you feel? God, uh, I wouldn't know what to say. Jason, uh, I hope that's enough for you. Um, you know I wouldn't do. I wouldn't ask me, honestly. I would leave it there. If I yeah. was you, I would leave this report there. Thank I'll you very no much. <laughs> I'll be back for dinner. Okay, bye. Um, he's being held on a personal bond of $100, which is the lowest bond we've ever had on the show. He's a criminal mastermind. Sean, what do we do with him? I mean, he, ha- he probably has that bond inside him, to be fair. Um <laughs> I think we need to, like, we need, we need, it sounds terrible. We need to let him do it one more time, but we've set a trap. Like, I'm, and that trap, a party popper. You know, a simple party popper. That's all it takes. We want to kill him, is what you're saying. A party popper in the anus wouldn't kill No, no, I tell you what you, no, I've got a bit different way. What you do is, and look, he might be into this. But you do a lovely shiny antique, one that you know fucking kilt guy is gonna like. Yeah. Right? Fucking vest himself, he's gonna like this. Cover it in the uh the California Reaper, that that Reaper pe- pepper oh, dust. Right? Yes. It goes it, up. Whew, it's coming back out. You know what, Con? I've never been as proud of you for an answer. That's outstanding work. I mean, he's never doing it again, are we no. sure? The, the the phrase once bitten, twice shy comes to mind because once arse roasted, never again. You never want to be arse roasted. Don't want to be arse roasted. I, yeah, I don't think it's possible to be... I'm not going to finish that sentence. I was... There's enough people out there that that's someone's cup of tea. But I'd rather... Somebody's got to be into the arse roasted and I don't know who. Like, oh, that... We're gonna. Uh, hmm. do you Whenever take we do weird news after dark, we'll start googling that. Yeah, kind we'll, of shit. we'll stick it up on the Patreon. Sean, please take us out. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, and then next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. Everyone who supports us over there, not only do they help us keep doing the show every single week and every single month, but they do also get access to bonus shows, movie reviews, all that kinds of thing. We will be doing a movie review for February, so if you have any ideas for that, do send them in. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about, we'll throw it into the hat, see what comes out, and we'll do a bit of a chat towards the end of the month. Um, For being a patron, you do also get a shout-out, so thank you to Roisin and Baby Ben Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu, Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, and congrats Roisin on your baby Helm Roos, Daniel McLaughlin, Luke is the Gay Gamer, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost Overwhelmed by Uni and Other Bad Choices, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine are debating which is cuter, Sean's proposal in Japan, or Connor's proposal on the Pelp. Russ, a polite request that we do not hear any more spiders where they should not be, reports Parfit. Jackson Bruheim decided to let Sean stay as host. Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tips. Lee subscribed to the Patreon. Kira Lawler, Judge Lahey, The Amazing World of Keza, Mikey the Leinster Ledge Bag, Chair's number one fan, Kyle Borowski, Rory screamed when he was responded to on Twitter, and Sean subbed to the Patreon after 10 creamy pints. Thank you all for your continued support. We really appreciate it, even though my throat actively dies towards the end of each episode now. Um, but uh, if you want to join those people, Patreon is linked below. There is also the merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Bean. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.